<laughs> Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Hey. Happy Sunday. Hey, happy Sunday, happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Stacy, and welcome to our podcast, Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. We love you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we're lifting up his name today. We're promoting the new book, the new devotional, the daily devotional, Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday, and it just pumps you up with hope. It gives you something to look to, to look forward to, uh, to, to spark your day in the word, in the name of Jesus Christ. And again, uh, we're popping off with another uh, quote. Today's quote for January 14th, 2021 is today. And for January 14th, it says, as a child, my parents gave me a television without a remote control. If I didn't like what I was watching, I had to get up and change the channel myself. Today, as a child of God, I've been given a new life in Christ. But God isn't going to remotely start changing things just because I don't like what my world looks like. If I don't like what I see in my life, he has given me the strength, power, and wisdom to get up and change it myself. If you don't like what you see in your life, in Jesus' name, get up and change the channels because the chances of them changing on their own are definitely highly remote. Amen. So that was enough to charge up whoever read that this morning. So bless everyone who brought who, who brought in this morning with this book and that quote. And we're praying and blessing that many, many millions more of you uh, pick up the book. And again, start your day off with Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday, S-O-N day, the day that you celebrate Christ and you gain power from him because he is always in control. Even during times like now when it looks like things are way out of control. Just like the quote is saying, you know, as a kid, my parents were like, here's the old TV. There is no remote and you need to change the channel. Get up and change it yourself. And that taught me something. It taught me the, what, did I need, what I needed to know about God himself is that, hey, I'm a child of God. But if I want things done, if I want things to change in my life, I don't just sit here and look at him. I get up and I make things happen. And he's given me the strength and the power and the wisdom to get up and make things happen. God has given us the power to create wealth to better ourselves. We have an inheritance from a father who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Amen and glory to God. So if you don't like what you see in your life, in Jesus's name, in his name, in his power, happy Sunday, get up and change those channels. Because again, the chances of them changing on their own are definitely highly remote. And by the way, with those remote controls, we all love grabbing the remote control and changing a channel, right? But did you know that the remote control may be the nastiest thing in your house? I was reading a study. Some researchers found that the remote control in the household can be up to 20 times as dirty as the toilet seat. Yeah, when they were checking for, you know, uh, E. coli and mold. And the remote control was up to 20 times uh, dirtier than the toilet seat. It was dirty than the trash can lids, than doorknobs, the remote control. So you really want to keep your remote control clean. You, you really want to you know, make sure you're not using a dirty remote control because you know you can, that can cause all types of disease and sickness. And in our spiritual lives, we want to make sure that whoever and whatever is in control of our lives is pure and true. And Jesus Christ is the truth and his word is pure. And so that's the only true remote control that we can use safely, right? So keep it clean and know that God is in control. Sometimes, again, it feels like things have gotten out of control. 
way out of control, but God is always in control. The Jewish psalmist, and psalm, uh, the word means song, right? So the book of Psalms is a bunch of songs, and they would sing these songs and encourage themselves in the truth of God. And one of the songs, song 139, there were 150 of them, and song 139, one, uh, one through 10, it says, O oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. You know, you're singing the song, right? Thou knowest me. That my sitting down and my uprising, thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest uh, my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me beside, behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. God is in control. And these psalmists, these singers, these Jewish writers, they knew that. They sang about it to encourage themselves that he is always in control. Where? Wherever you go. They sang about going all the way up to heaven. And he was still in control there with a clean remote, right? And they talk about going all the way to hell. Hey, I could be in the worst times or the best times, but you are still in control. Behold, thou art there. Behold, I look up and there you are. If I take the wings of the morning and just try to fly off and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, if I just go out and separate myself, try to separate myself from you as far as I can, because seas separate land, right? So seas mean separation. So if I dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, if I'm separated from you through all the things that life separates me from you with, then you're still there. Even there, he starts to sing. She starts to sing. Even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. And we all know the right hand of God is the son of God, right? Happy Sunday. God is in control. And no matter where you are in life right now, yesterday, tomorrow, God will be there and God will still be in control, holding you and keeping you. So charge up and, and, and grab that remote, that control, and start changing things. Let's understand what a remote control is so that we can really understand what God is saying to us through remote controls, remotely saying, right? Binary numbers, right? Remember the zeros and the ones, you know, from school, and we were told that computers talk in zeros and ones, and they were called binary numbers, and it was zero, one, zero, 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 one, zero, zero. It's always a zero and a one in different uh, patterns. And so computers talk in those languages, binary numbers, and uh, the remote controls speak in that same language through that infrared light. If you ever look at your remote control, there should be a little bulb on the on the end of it. And that's an infrared light. And that's what you use to point at the TV. And it speaks to a transmitter in your TV or whatever device you're using the remote control on. And it tells it things like up, down, on, off, and things like that. And so it speaks through infrared light. And infrared light is part of the spectrum, part of the light that we can't see. And so the remote control is shining a light at a transmitter that, for example, is on your TV, and you can't see that light, but the light is speaking to the transmitter in the TV using binary numbers, its own language. So we don't see the light and we don't understand the language, but we do see the 
effects. We see the channel change. We see the volume go off, uh, up or down. We see the TV go, a power come on or off when we want to change. In that same way, <laughs> in that same vein, God's ways are higher than our ways. <clears throat> and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. He speaks in a language literally and spiritually above our heads. And so, you know, we can see the effects of what God, what God does in our lives. We can see, you know, the impact of what God does in our lives. But when God is speaking into our lives and his light and God speaks in light, God is light. So as he talks and speaks into our lives and as he makes changes and moves, we don't always see that. And so sometimes we think God isn't moving, God isn't there, but he's shining a light that's above our head. He's in control and in control in a way that we can't see or understand. Again, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And that's where our faith comes in. When we point that remote control at the TV, we expect the TV to turn off or turn on or turn to another channel. We press those buttons confidently. Not seeing the light, not seeing the language, but we trusted that remote control is working because we've seen it work in the past and we trust that it'll continue to work in the future. And in our lives, we've seen what God has done. We've seen what, what, what happens when we ask God to help, when we call upon his name. And we've seen the changes that occur. We've seen the impacts, the calling on the Lord uh, that it makes in our lives. And so if we've seen that, then we have to know that that won't change. And we should have the same confidence in asking the Lord for things and, and, and thanking the Lord and praising the Lord and, and calling upon his name as we do in turning to channel seven and turning to channel two. We don't sit there and think about that and ask somebody else to help us press the remote control button or, or oh, can, can, can you sit here? And can we both hold hands while, while I press this button? No, we, we press that button without even thinking. And we should be trusting the Lord without even thinking. He is in remote, he is in a remote control. And so the IR remote, infrared, right? Like remote. Uh, it's, it's called a transmitter. Let's call it a transmitter, make it easier. It uses light to carry signals from the remote to the device, device it controls. And if God is in control of our lives, if we've allowed God to be the center of our lives and if we follow his light, then the light of God is what guides us. That's why we call out to him. And with the psalmist, again, the songwriter in one of the psalms, again, I think 119, uh, 119, he says, uh, uh, be a, a lamp to my feet, a light to my path and a lamp to my feet so that, you know, send me these signals, Lord. So guide me and lead me uh, on the path of life. And so that's what God does. He remotely controls our lives and in, in blessings, right? In mercy and grace. We submit to God. We give him control over our lives. When we follow the light, when we allow the light of God to lead and guide us. When we ask God to be a light to our path and a lamp to our feet, we're asking him to be our remote control. A transmitter emits pulses of inf invisible infrared light that correspond, again, to those specific binary codes, right? And the codes represent specific commands, power up, volume, channel down, and the dominant remote control technology at home is infrared. And so, again, the dominant technology, the dominant God, the only true and living God in this world is Jesus Christ in the Father, I mean, through the, <laughs> by and through the Father in heaven and, 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 and in the Holy Spirit that resides in us. The true and living triune God is the only God there is, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And they live in us as one and the unity of them and the love and the power 
that we experience by just being in their presence. It controls us, even remotely, even when we're at a distance, even when we feel distance, even, distant, even when we don't see God. And so again, the whole premise of work, the, the remote working is the light carrying those signals. And so when we walk in the light, when we walk in love, when we walk in peace, when we walk in joy, when we walk in forgiveness, that's light. And as we walk in that light, then that's when God is uh, talking to us. That's when God is walking with us. That's when God is speaking to us. That's when God is leading us. How is he leading us? Through the light that we walk in. But when we don't walk in the light, then that's when things go awry. That's when things don't turn the way we want them to. That's when things don't stop when we want them to. That's when things don't start when we want them to or think they should because we're no longer walking in the light. And so we're getting the wrong signals or no signal at all. And so we're asking God for things that are outside of his word, outside of his light. So again, it's all about being in the light, walking in the light, uh, and, and trusting that God is in control of all things. And if you probably noticed too that, you're, that sometimes you can point a remote, some remotes only work when you point them directly at the TV. And then you got other remotes that, that will work no matter where you point them. I mean, you can point them uh, in the opposite direction of the TV and they'll still work. And, and, and that's the thing you got to look at in our lives. This has to do with the strength of the transmitting LED, the light in those actual remote controls. But in our lives, our spiritual lives, it has to do with the strength of our faith and our obedience. We receive power and instruction when we face God, when we're pointed directly at him, when we face God, but we lose it when we don't. When we turn away, then we don't and we're not facing God, then we lose that power. We lose that instruction because we're not receiving the light. Our transmitter, our spirit isn't in line with his spirit. But when we line up with his spirit, when we line our spirit up with his spirit, then his spirit starts to speak through our spirit and it starts to make changes in our hearts and in our minds and in our lives. But when we're not aligned, then those changes don't occur. So again, uh, it's all about trusting God and believing that he is in control. And once you believe he's in control, then we gain control. That's how we get control of things. We don't just control things on our own. We control things because we realize, recognize that God is in control. And once we recognize he is in control, then we are given control of things under him and through him and by him. Look at a couple points here. A TV, if you go into a room, and you're going to watch television and you're going to relax and, and watch a good movie before you get in that couch or that soft comfortable chair or get wrapped up in that blanket look at the tv make sure that there is nothing in front of the tv no cups or books or anything like that that could be blocking the transmitter because if you sit down and you put that blanket on and you go to grab that mug of hot cocoa and you grab that remote and you get ready to turn on the TV, you're gonna realize that whatever it is that you didn't see, didn't look for, didn't move from in front of that TV transmitter is blocking the TV. And now you gotta get up and out of that comfort zone, take off that blanket, put down that cocoa, whoops, don't spill it on that table or on yourself, and go walk over there, move whatever that cup or book or whatever it is blocking the transmitter and start all over. That's a lot to do. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it can become a big deal if it's in real life. If you look at the story of the prodigal son, that's a living example of that. 
in that story in, the, in Luke chapter 15, verses uh, 11 through 31, the father in the story has two sons. The younger son asks for his portion of his inheritance from his father, and the father grants his son's request. The son, however, is prodigal. That means wasteful and extravagant, right? So he squanders all his fortune, just wastes all his fortune, and eventually becomes destitute. As a consequence, now he has to go home empty-handed and, and beg his father to accept him back as a servant. Now, God was not in the decision of that boy to leave his home, to leave his father, to take his inheritance early before time and go out and waste the money. But he didn't look into that before he wasted all that money. He didn't look into that before he went and asked his father for his inheritance. He just went and did whatever came to mind because he was in control and not thinking about God is in control. And in his situation, hey, my father's in control. Let me talk about this. He went off his own head and look where he ended up. He ended up destitute. He was eating the corn husk in a pig pen where he fed pigs and, and, and went home to beg his father. He had the, <laughs> he went and made a decision without making sure that there wasn't something blocking, <laughs> that he wasn't in line with the transmitter, that he wasn't in line with the light of God, that his spirit wasn't lined up with the wise spirit of God. And in our lives, we go out and we make these same silly mistakes. We make moves and decisions without asking God, without seeking God, without checking with God. And then we get all out of our comfort zone and we get all uncomfortable with whatever is happening. And the next thing you know, we have to come all the way back and start over again. But this time we've lined up with God. So, you know, just make sure again that you're in line with God. And if you're in line with God, then you've got the power. And make sure that there's power in the remote. Uh, you ever sit there and you start, you know, trying to change the channel and the channel won't change? And then after a while, you finally have checked and thought about everything, and then you check the batteries and the batteries are dead or worse. There, someone has taken them out and there aren't any batteries in the remote. So always check and make sure there's power in the remote. And again, we're the remotes once we recognize that God has our power. And we have to make sure in our lives that the spirit is with us and the power of God is with us when we're doing things, especially when we're saying we're doing things that God has told us to do. In the book of Acts, there are a group of sons. They had a father. His name was Siva, and he was a chief Jewish priest. And so his seven sons, uh, uh, you know, well, let's start with Paul, right? Paul was doing all these miracles, casting out demons and all of that. And he was becoming famous all over. And Jesus had given his apostles authority over demons, right? Mark 3.15. And, and Paul, as an apostle, had that same authority. If you look at 2 Corinthians 2 and uh, 2, 2 Corinthians 12 and 12. But there were some, you know, religious charlatans in Ephesus, one of the towns where Paul had started a church, and they pretended to have like special miracle powers, right? They could cast out demons and all that. And Siva, you know, they say was a Jewish priest uh, in Acts 19 and 14, they say that. He had seven sons. And so seven sons go out and they're driving around, uh, they're, going out, they're going around driving out evil spirits. And because they saw the success that Paul was having, everybody knows Paul's name, look how successful he is. So they began using a new formula. <laughs> they would drive out the demons in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. I command you to come out. 
So they would actually say, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, whom Paul preaches, not identifying themselves as having a relationship with Jesus, but in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. And so here they are uh, trying to use the power that they see in Paul, but the power wasn't in them. And so what happened? Well, it backfired one day. They were trying to cast out a demon one day, and the demon refused to come out. He said, well, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, because they got the power in them. But who are you? You are remote control with no power. I'm not changing nothing. I'm not obeying you in any way. As a matter of fact, the demon turned on them and beat them so bad. It said he jumped over them. Jumped, the Bible says it jumped on them and uh, overpowered them all, all seven of them. Right? He, he whipped all seven of them. And he gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. So, you know, they were no match, again, for the demonic power they were toying with. And we are no match for the demonic powers in our lives that we're toying with. And we are believing that we can live this life and walk in power and walk in authority and not give God the glory that he deserves and not admit that God is in control and live as if he's in control and not as if we're in control and that we're just calling out and using his power, but we're empty of it. So again, everybody saw that in Ephesus and they were seized with fear and everybody uh, held the name of the Lord in honor and, and, and that sort of thing. Uh, so, But you don't want people to, 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 to have to learn a good lesson off of you, right? So make sure you got the power. You know, God has put you in control. Make sure you're walking in power, walking in the spirit, that his spirit is in you. You have a real relationship. You are facing God. Your spirit is in line with his. And if that's the truth, then you can walk in the power. You can confidently um, say, Satan, get thee behind me. Change those things in your life. You know, at some point, the controller wonder why it doesn't work. They press the right buttons, but nothing happens. It's because they haven't checked inside the remote. They haven't examined themselves and seen that, hey, I'm missing something. I'm missing the true power. I'm missing the thing that can make the real changes in my life. And when people don't check the inside of the remote, when people don't check the inside of their hearts for Jesus Christ, then they can walk through life trying to make changes, trying to hit all the right buttons, trying to say all the right things, but still not making the changes that they feel like they should be making. So know the controls on the remote. Know that you have power in it. Say, hey, I got power and I know how to use this thing. I got power. I got the Holy Spirit in me and I know how to use that Holy Spirit because it's no use to having batteries in the remote if you don't know what button to press. <laughs> you're just sitting there, you're trying to turn the TV off and you're pressing the volume button. You're trying to turn the channel and you're pressing the, the on and off button. I mean, that makes life a headache. And when you don't know the controls on the remote, you don't know uh, how to how to walk in Christ. If you don't know how to how to live in Christ, if you don't know the things that, and the works that you should be doing in Christ, then you're going to go through life just pressing buttons and nothing is happening and not understanding what's going on. So know the controls. And what are the controls on the remote? What are the controls? Prayer as a control. Why? Because like a remote control button, it changes things. Prayer will change things. If you press the right button with God, if you really praying with a contrite heart, if you press those right buttons, if you really praying with a forgiveness, if you really praying in truth, if you really praying in the spirit, those are the right buttons to press with God. And those are the, the, the controls on the remote that we need to know. So prayer, prayer, prayer is a control. Love for others, that's a control on the remote. Love for others will change things. A soft tongue 
a soft tongue, a, 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 a soften a hard wrath. It'll, it'll turn that stuff around for you. If you could love and be gentle towards people, then you, it, it'll change things for the better. Love for others changes things. It's, a, it's like a, a button on the remote. Obedience to God. He wants obedience more than sacrifice. That's one of the biggest buttons on the remote. Just being obedient to what God says will change things in your life. Kindness, that changes things. Being kind to people, gentleness. These things send signals, like a remote thing sends signals. Just being kind to people, gentle to people. People say, what can that do? I don't see how that's going to get me anywhere. But it's just like you don't see how that remote control is going to change those channels. You don't see how that remote control is going to turn things off. You don't see how that gentleness is going to turn off that meanness. You don't see how that kindness is going to turn off that wickedness, turn off that envy, turn off that jealousy. So these are spiritual controls and you have to know the controls. Know the controls and you can change the channels. You don't have to stay stuck on something you don't want to see anymore. You want to change the channel, but if you don't know the controls, then you can be stuck on hate because you don't know how to forgive. You can be stuck on hate because you don't know how to love. You can be stuck on sorrow because you don't know how to have hope. You can be stuck on on, on hopelessness because you don't have any faith. You don't know how to press that button. Again, there are people who are walking around saying, my mother, my father, they were drunks. I guess I'll always be one, too. I guess I'm going to sit here and watch these same reruns over and over again. I'm going to watch this same show over and over again. Why? Because I can't change the channel, because I don't know how to use a remote, or I don't have any power in it. Well, you can change all of this. No, 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 no. You have a remote. Use it. Pray. Trust God. Give God the control he is already in. God is in remote control. So in the name of Jesus, again, we were just talking about remote controls because it was the 14th of January and the daily devotional uh, that this podcast is based on. Happy Sunday, because every Sunday talked about uh, remote controls today. So I encourage you to buy the book. I had a neighbor stop by uh, yesterday. Uh, and say how great the book was and that he's really enjoying it and that each day it's really picking him up. And I had someone else uh, say how you know their birthday hit dead on. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm getting a lot of great feedback and the Lord is doing exactly what he told me he would do. He's lifting people up every single day because they're just reading a daily devotional. It's reminding them of who and what he is and he's doing this infrared remote control thing and giving them hope. So I hope what you heard today gives you hope. I hope you go out and buy the book. Happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday, S-O-N day, and it's available on Amazon.com, or you can order it at PastorStacySartan.com, and I'll autograph it if you send it there. Again, I love you in the name of Jesus. Hey, pick your head up. You are in control. You can turn the channels. You are not stuck where you are. You will live and not die. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not below. Nothing can stop you, baby. You go and you do what God said do because you love him, you obey him, and you trust him because you know he's in control, remote control. (laughs) Peace and love. Everyone have a blessed day. And uh, I'll see you uh, on a new podcast Tuesday and Thursday, or you can join us at uh, New Jerusalem uh, Missionary Baptist Church Detroit on Facebook Live. We'll be streaming a sermon on Sunday at 1130 and on Wednesdays at 6 o'clock. God bless you. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday.